Hey, what's up? This is Chef Noel Cunningham, your Jamaican chef. Welcome to What's Cooking with Chef Noel, the podcast that dishes on the food and beverage industry and the entrepreneurial spirit and everything relevant to being a chef. If you love to cook or eat, this is a show for you. What's Cooking with Chef Noel, witty, real and informative. everyone i'm deborah taylor also known as wine lady deborah and today i'm talking wine 101 with chef noel cheers and this is episode 13. the holiday season is fast approaching which means it's time for wine and dine a lot of people get confused right as to which wine to choose because there are so many options there are over 17 top wine countries in the world such as south africa usa and argentina the top three include regions such as France, Italy, and Spain. They produce almost half of all the wine produced in the world. Today, my guest, Deborah Taylor, who is our very own Jamaican wine specialist and educator, will be joining us with over 28 years of wine experience to talk Wine 101, everything you need to know and more. It's time for some wine convo, so we're going to wine with Deborah today, right? <laughs> sip and savor yes that's right that's yes. me yes and you're the wine lady and you are someone i've been following for the past 10 years and because yes. i love wine myself so i'm interested yes. in person who are interested in things that i'm interested in yes <laughs> yeah first of all let's start a conversation how did you get the name wine lady so uh it, it must have been about 14 years ago now, uh, Francois Saint-Just and I had a five-minute radio program on Fame FM at 7.15 a.m. every Thursday morning, and it was called A Moment with Wine. Yeah. And it came about because um, I wanted to break wine down so that it was something that everyone would be able to understand and appreciate. Because mm. whether you drink it or not, you still do need to know something about it, I believe. Yeah. And I also believe that, you know, if you if you are able to enroll new drinkers and Jamaican drinkers, then you're able to grow your drinking base, Yeah. you know, your customer base. And so, you know, wine was seen as something sort of um, elitist and snooty and, you know, you had to yeah. know to know. Mm -hmm. And it really isn't like that. It really is pretty simple. There are certain basics that you understand yeah. and you can navigate your way. And so that was what the program was about. And it was great because Francois is a very inquisitive mind and yeah. he was new to the field. So he asked the questions that a consumer would ask. Uh, and we yeah. had fun with it. We were on radio for four years. Oh, nice. And yeah. he gave me the name Wine Lady Deborah. Wine. Until then. And yeah. it has stuck. And I love it. And, <laughs> you know, that's what everyone that's calls brand. me. They call yeah. me Wine, wine Lady. Lady. Because I really do yeah. eat it, sleep it, drink it, drink breathe it, it yeah. teach it, travel Savor for it, it yeah. study it. I love wine. And what I love is that when you think about wine and you think about Jamaica, the first name that comes to mind is just Deborah Taylor. How oh, do you feel yes, about that? Thank you. How do you feel about that? <laughs> wow. I didn't realize that. And yeah. I I mean, when I think about that, I get a warm, fuzzy feeling. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, uh, it, it, it excites me to yeah. think that I have changed the landscape in some way mm -hmm. and broken it down in a way that is, you know, approachable and appealing mm -hmm. to a wide cross-section of, um, of our family in Jamaica. Yeah. 
Because of course, you know, we're a soft drinks island. We like a thing. We like a bigger. We like a rum and we like a beer. <laughs> yeah, we like rum. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, we are rum country and beer country. But yeah. you know what? We are making inroads where wine is concerned. And the yeah. thing about wine is that it's not something that you have to ditch rum for or you know don't drink your scotch anymore because you drink wine yeah, yeah wine is something that you include in your repertoire yeah and my objective is to ensure that everyone when having a meal thinks about having a glass of wine, wine with it yeah. if i can achieve that yeah then you know i my work will have been considerably the most suited beverage yeah, for you, right? <laughs> I have been in the wine and spirits um, business for the last 28 years, and yeah. I have focused, I've honed in on wines more specifically, I would say, in the last um, 15, 16 years. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You are not just passionate about drinking wine, but you're also big on educating about wine. How did that all started for you? So it started for me when I was asked in 2004, I believe, Mm -hmm. to manage a portfolio of wines. And I'm like, "Mm, I don't really know a lot about wines. And my then boss, who is now my current boss, said, you're not stupid, you can learn. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know what, maybe he's right. And, and in managing the portfolio of wines, I realized that wines have personalities just like people. Yes, yeah, yeah. And as you know, if you're managing people and you understand their personalities, you are able to reach them and connect with them, uh, you know, on a different level. And so um, and then, you know, representing these wines, the owners of the brands overseas want to ensure that you know about their brand and that you understand yeah. their brand essence and and that you're enrolled and so they spend quite a lot of time on education so i was able to travel and you know and to learn more about wines and i was able to educate myself and to be offered education uh, yeah. by some of these suppliers and there were courses that I found mm-hmm. and you know it, there's so much to learn about the subject that you can just keep learning every day you can learn yeah. something new, something new yeah. you know so um, so I, I embarked on that journey and I realized that if we know more then we'll appreciate yeah. it more because wine is something to be savored and appreciated mm-hmm. you know it's it's not just, all right, let's just pour some, take this thing in the glass and just drink it. Yeah. You know, because if you do that, then you are not appreciating wine. And wine, you know, it, when you pour when you pour it in the glass, it evolves in the glass. And so yeah, does, and yeah. evolution means that it changes over time. So what it tastes like when you pour it and take your first sip is not how it tastes when you're three, four sips down the road. And if you don't know, if you're not, you know, exposed or if you haven't been taught, then you Mm -hmm. won't know this and you won't be able to appreciate the evolution. You won't even be able to appreciate the one glass of wine that you have. So, you know, I prefer to have one fantastic glass of wine than four glasses of ordinary wine. Life is life is really too short to drink ordinary or bad wine (laughs) and i think recently you completed your level four what it's called a double set 
Uh, so I, the Wines and Spirits Education yeah. Trust, which is the governing body for education um, mm-hmm. in the in the Wines and Spirits industry, yeah. has a certification, um, a set of certification courses, and it runs from levels one through to four. Mm-hmm. I I did go away to to do the course, but I have not completed. Okay. Uh, they, uh, so I'm not yet a level four diploma holder, yeah. but you know I am still on it, and okay. I'm hoping that next year it'll come to fruition. So having a level four is like having a master's degree. There uh-huh. is a further qualification mm-hmm. not offered by the WSET, mm-hmm. but um, it is called the Master of Wine, and that's like having a PhD in wine. Oh. And it is my hope to get there eventually. Yeah. So you're like yeah. a master winologist. I <laughs> guess, <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. Uh, but, you know, it is. It, I am just so fascinated by the subject. And, yeah. you know, wine changes every year. So the same winery will make the same wine every year, but because of mm-hmm. vintage, um, you know, climatic conditions and, you know, variations in mm-hmm. the vintages, there will be differences. Yeah. Uh, some wineries will make adjustments to ensure that those that, that the wine tastes the very same every single year. Yeah. But most are expressing the same varietal, um, the way that the uh, climatic conditions yeah, have as well, yeah. presented the grape. Yeah. In 2018, I did my hotel and restaurant management course, and I was learning yes. wine. And you know, we have our notes, and we have to yes. taste the wine to tell if it's full yes. body, if it's light, the percentage yes. of alcohol, the sugar, the um, yes. the thing in the skin. What do you call it? The terms for the skin and tannins. The ta- okay, tannins. tannin and yes, all these level stuff. Of and tannins. and yes. honestly, I became so fascinated with wine because I love wine, but I'm just a wine drinker. I never care about the right. grapes and region and old wine yes. versus new world. And I'm like, right. And until I learned it, then I did an article in the Toronto Caribbean newspaper, and I was trying to teach on old yes. wine, all the wine get their names from the vineyard versus now and all these stuff. So let's get right. a, li- a little into that because when a regular person go in the liquor store, we just see wines. Mm-hmm. We see USA, yes. we see France, we see um, you know, Africa, all South Africa, all these places. Yes. And we just choose wine. Yes. Oh, I like Spanish yes. wine. But break it down right. for us a little in terms of how the wine get their name versus you know, old world, new world and you know, it's your time. Take All right. Away. So, yeah. so <laughs> old world wines yeah. are are wines that come from France, Italy, Germany, Spain, Portugal. So mm-hmm. basically, the 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 pioneers in winemaking for donkey's years. Yeah. And those wines tend to be labeled based on region. Mm-hmm. It's only in recent years that we're seeing those wines having the name of the varietal or the the type of grape that makes it on mm-hmm. the bottle. All right, so they are adapting to the uh, the the more recent, the, well, the consumer needs and yeah. demands because the consumer wants it simplified. All right, mm. uh, people like like that study wines can understand the labels with the technical terms, but yeah. if you want to, be, be, and, and wine is a business, and you know everyone wants to be in. If you are in the business of wine, then you want it to be. A profitable business and they realize that keeping it shrouded in you know in technical terms and you know regional names and basically having to have 
a degree to mm-hmm. be able to read the labels yeah. was 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 not selling wines for them. So they oh. understood, you know, um, we are a convenience and a no society. And so many, many of them have adapted their labeling to make it easier for the consumer to understand. Okay, yeah. so this is a Bordeaux wine. And mm-hmm. so the region That's is the still region. there, but yeah. below it, you'll see, you know, Merlot, Cabernet Sauvignon, etc. Yeah. What and they'll name the grape so that those who want to experiment. So, for instance, you know, you like a Merlot, mm-hmm. and you um, and you know, you say, okay, I like a California Merlot. Let me try something different. That's what in my um, you may. I got a Cabernet. So in my I know I got a Cabernet Sauvignon. Yes, it's from California, so it's there. The uh, location is there. Yeah. Correct. So the Californian, so so um, so the old world style was to, mm-hmm. you know, mainly name regions. The new world style is oh. to name the grape, and they, they and they also put the regions yeah. on. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. So the new world um, wine producing countries are Chile, Argentina, the main ones. Yeah. Um, Chile, Argentina, USA, South Africa, New Zealand, um, Australia. Those are the main ones. And you have, you know, other countries um, so, uh, that make wines right, and that are considered new world. So generally speaking, old world would be Europe. New world would be, um, would be uh, you know, um, other parts of the world. England is interesting because it is in Europe, but it would be a new world wine producing country because it just started producing yeah. wines. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So... And they're doing great stuff with their white wines. And what's interesting about yeah. them is that they have, climatic conditions similar to france and mm-hmm. so you know they're kind of mimicking those styles so yeah it's very very interesting and china is making wines india is making wines you know we're seeing those non-traditional are so popular, right? those are not so popular they're not not yet um you know their wine producing is still pretty young and so there are it's it's not yet gained it, it it's not been tried and tested basically yeah. you have places like hungary that that's been making great wines yeah. um uh, well, they they're known for their sweet style of wine, Tokai, um, and you know there, there are other um, Austria, etc., that are produced that have been producing wines. I've been to wineries in Greece. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're you know doing some very interesting um, stuff too. You know what I love about wine or studying wine is I think if everyone understand the process that the grapes mm-hmm. goes through and from the farming and everything, I think they'll appreciate yeah. every drop. From <laughs> yes, uh, it is a very, very meticulous process. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's an art, actually. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, it, there, there is the art of winemaking. And in, in fact, wine drinking is an art as well. As well, yeah. So, you know, they, they pay very close attention to the detail of the soil, mm-hmm. the climatic conditions, because some grapes do well in warmer climates yeah. versus cooler climates. So, you know, the, and the, the type of soil in a warm climate is usually different to the type of soil in a cooler climate. Yeah. And, you know, the, in a cooler climate, you need a soil that will help to um, retain some of the heat because if it's a cool climate, you, you need uh, warmth to ripen the grapes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's a, it's a very involved process. Um, the, the grapes, they flower uh, in the spring. Mm-hmm. And then those flowers turn into grapes uh, during the summer. And yeah. um, on the vine, the bunches are managed. So a winemaker would rather have a bunch of grapes, 10 fantastic 
really concentrated rich grapes yeah. than a bunch of a hundred grapes. Oh. So they actually do prune the the um the the grapes on the vine. Yeah. So that they and so they manage the bunches. They manage the way the the leaves give the shade because yeah. you know in Sun. in the warmer climates mm-hmm. where in in places that it's really hot. They use uh they they, they fo- make the leaves form a canopy that is able to provide some shade yeah. and coolness so that the the heat does not you know the direct sunlight does not over ripen the grape. Yeah. Um. So wine producing countries um fall thirty to fifty degrees north of the equator and thirty to fifty degrees south of the equator. So to the south you find um to, sorry to the north you find. Uh, parts of Canada and the USA, that's yeah. where Europe is, parts of China. And then to the south is where we find um, Chile, Argentina, South Africa, Australia, New Zealand. Yeah. And um, and so, you know, many times I get asked, you know, can we grow grapes to make wine in Jamaica? We can grow grapes, mm-hmm. but not of the quality that would be required to make wines, wines. because... Yeah. We are way too hot and our residual heat stays around for way too long. So the grapes wouldn't have a long, slow ripening period. They would ripen too quickly. Too quickly and yeah. in ripening too quickly, they wouldn't then develop, you know, a, a, the flavor, a, the flavor yeah. profile. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Okay. And then now in yeah. terms of classifications now, we have like the... um. Of course, it's sparkling, did this, did that. Yes. Yeah. So all the wines in all the world will fall into one of three categories. Yeah. So we have our still wines, um, yeah. and these wines don't have any bubbles. So, you know, your Merlot, Cabernet Sauvignon, Chardonnay, yeah. um, Shiraz, Pinot Noir, Pinot Grigio, Sauvignon yeah. Blanc, mm-hmm. Malbec. These um, all fall in that category. Riesling. Then we have Riesling, absolutely, yeah. Moscato. Mm-hmm. Then we have our sparkling wines. Uh, so sparkling wines have bubbles of carbon dioxide trapped in the bottles. So the most famous sparkling wine is da, 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 uh, champagne. Champagne, of course. Champagne, from the of region. course. So <laughs> all champagne is sparkling wine, but not all sparkling wine is champagne. True yep, or false? True. True, very true, true very because true. it has to come from the Champagne region in mm-hmm. France to yeah. be called Champagne. Yeah. All right. So we have so the three categories that wines will fall in. First is still wine. Second still. is sparkling. And the third is fortified wines. Yes. And fortified wines are, you know, red rich, label wine, <laughs> sweet. Well, red label wine is a fortified local wine, yeah. but the wine um, industry wouldn't recognize no, no, it no, no, or, no, or acknowledge no. it. So, um, so, but there are fortified wines and their styles are port and sherry. Yeah, port and sherry, yeah. Those are the main two. So port from Portugal, sherry mm-hmm. from Spain. Oh, nice. So, you know, correct. And then in terms of styles of wine, yeah. we have our red wine. So, you know, your Merlot, Cabernet Sauvignon, Pinot yeah. Noir, Pinot, not Pinot, um, uh, Pinotage, yeah. uh, Malbec, Shiraz, etc. I mean, there are lots more reds, but those yeah. are the most popular. popular yeah. uh, and then we have our blush, blush wine. So yeah. we have our Rosés, our White Zinfandel. Yeah. And then we have our white wines. So... You know, your Pinot Grigio, Sauvignon Blanc, Chardonnay, your Riesling, your Moscato. Uh, So um, white wines made from white grapes. And you can make white wines from black grapes because you remove the skins and you use the flesh only. 
you to make a blush wine the skin stay in contact with the juice for a short period of time so yeah. it gets that pinky color yeah and then for red wines we use red grapes only black grapes only with and we leave the skins in yeah. contact with the juice and it extracts the color and those beautiful tannins that you spoke tannin. about earlier yeah. Yeah. yes and it's not and i don't think studying wine is really hard because it's once you understand the basic and the foundation, I think you'll always grow on the knowledge. Correct. And let yeah. me tell you this. I mean, you know, uh, as a consumer, mm -hmm. uh, don't get too hung up about what you do know or what you don't know. What yeah. you do need to know is what you like. So yeah. you taste a wine, you like it, drink it. Drink you taste it, yeah. a wine, you don't like it, move on. You don't need to fret about it. It's subjective. And, you, know, yeah. you, you know, you don't, because there's so much wine out there, you yeah. will find one that you like. I promise you. Yeah. If you want to drink wine, there is a wine out there for you. But my problem um, is mm -hmm. a lot of people who don't understand wine, especially the females, they go for sweet wine. Correct. Um, yeah. And but you know, and and sweet wines are are great uh, because what what sweet wines have done is they have brought drinkers into the category that wouldn't normally drink wine. Drink wine, yeah. Okay, because dry wines can be, you know, um, a bit too dry mm -hmm. and yeah. so and so not you know as palatable to most people yeah. as as one would like so yeah. so we understand that the thing with sweet wines though is that your palate gets tired of them after a while right. and for yeah. some people it's after a short while and for, uh, for some people it's after a longer while but sweet wines uh you know after a while you get palate fatigue and then you want to move on to something so usually uh, one would move on to perhaps a Pinot Grigio, which is, you know, a very light style of white wine, not complex, yeah. you know, very simple, easy to drink. And, um, you know, not it's just a little, a, a little bit of fruit and very nice acidity. So it's refreshing and crisp. And, you know, it's, I call it my 11 o'clock wine. Oh. And then <laughs> after that, then, you know, they become more open to trying other things. things yeah. So there is a place for sweet wine because it, it, it opens yeah. up the category to call it non-traditional wine drinkers oh i get you last year they yes. are wine tasting with some jamaican food and most mm -hmm. surprised that wine can actually pair with or jamaican food they think wine has, must go with these <laughs> fancy food and cheese and no listen wine i, I tell you there is a wine for everything for any Anything you're eating, I can find a wine that will yeah. work with it. Curry goat, and stupid. I mean, I am, I, I do it all the time. Curry yeah. goat, oxtail, stew peas, Akian salt yeah. fish, rondong, you patty, yeah. Akian, I mean, um, wine and patty. Yeah. So you know, just because I'm having a patty, don't mean I mustn't feel like the queen that I am. Uh, and I will pour myself a glass of Merlot, yeah. or a glass of Cabernet Sauvignon, That's or a glass of Malbec, and enjoy it yeah. with. Yes, it, mm -hmm. it, 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 it. What it does is it tames you know the the fat and yeah. you know a lot of patties are not necessarily peppery they are flavorful and mm -hmm. and a little spicy but not burning peppery so you know the tannins in a red wine mm -hmm. really work beautifully a glass of sparkling works beautifully with a patty also yeah yeah honestly i think our jamaican food are some of the best to pair wine with because you know why if the wine is not suited for that food trust me right away you know mm -hmm. it is off right away because <laughs> our food is so yeah. heavy right <laughs> so right away you're yeah. like mm -mm, this not tastes good together like yeah so usually on the weekends i'll do that i'll try different wines and then i'll do yes. my jamaican food and say okay this go yes. well with my stew peas this go well with my that are correct my... yeah i'll do correct that. and i love for people correct. to do that as well 
Yeah. Yes, and I encourage it all the time. And what I do encourage is experimenting because yeah. you know, we, we don't all like the same things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it it does make sense for you for one to just have fun with it. I mean, it's not a complicated process. If you taste a wine and you like it, no matter or, or, sorry, you don't like it, no matter what everyone else around you is saying and how yeah. beautiful and wonderful it is. If you don't like it, you don't like it. You don't need to fake it. You don't need to pretend. You can yeah. just move on and try something else. There is that much out there. Yeah. Are you a red or white girl? <laughs> so I am a wine lover, but <laughs> I do have stupid a question, preference <laughs> for reds. Okay, well, we're friends. We're friends. <laughs> I do. I love. So Cabernet Sauvignon is yeah. my absolute favorite. Mm -hmm. But recently, I have been experimenting with two other red varietals yeah. one called the tanat yeah. um and the other which is you know very popular in france california does a beautiful version of it because their style is more fruit forward obviously warmer climates so yeah. the flavor gets r more ripe and i love it um and the uh, portugal has a varietal that they use um in their port but also in other winemaking called the Turiga Nas Turiga nacional yeah. And I'm very much enjoying experimenting with those varietals. But I am a red wine girl. You're a red wine girl. And something yes. I must point out with the labels is that what you're mm -hmm. doing now is that you're giving a profile of the wine. So you yourself, who don't understand much about wine, can actually yes. know. So, you know, they can say um, open with aromas of ripe blackberry, medium body. Correct. On the palate with juicy blackberry, cherry and yes. you know, current flavor. So yeah. So the wine label usually has a wealth of information. And in my classes, I encourage very much that one reads a wine label because, uh, you know, it'll tell you the grape variety. It'll mm -hmm. tell you where the wine comes from, the alcohol content. Some of them give you a little history of the wine, a little story. Uh, maybe, most yeah. of them give you the tasting notes. So they give you a taste profile of the wine. Yeah. And um, a lot of them tell you what um, dishes to serve it with, what yeah. temperature to serve it at. So the wine label, you know, gives a wealth of information. The other thing I encourage my students to do is to have is to start smelling um, herbs, spices, fruits, vegetables yeah. and flowers because the wine descriptions yeah. use those um as descriptors yeah. and in many instances um like for jamaicans for instance smelling is not um it's not polite oh, no. in in, not, in you know it's not polite yeah so you don't really smell a lot but mm -hmm. for to build up your um your sensory repertoire you um, you need a memory bank of smells mm. so you need to start smelling your herbs your spices your fruits your flowers and your vegetables yeah. uh, you just you know pick off a piece of the leaf or the flower or the skin rub it between your finger and your forefinger and your thumb mm -hmm. just close your eye for a second and register that smell yeah. so that when you're smelling wines you have something to reference or when you're reading a description and they mm -hmm. say you know oh it smells of fennel or fig or Mm -hmm. parsley or you know whatever yeah. you you have um you can you can relate to it now it's also important to know that when they say that the you get aromas of you know apples pears peaches plums yeah these are not In flavors or 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 um or scents that are added to the wine these are natural characteristics of the grape that are mm. expressed 
um, when the wine is made. And maybe the aging as well, the aging as well, like the barrel. So aging will um, will also develop other aromas. Like, if, you know, if it's been in oak, then you're going to get, you know, toast, oak, smoke, mm. woody, you know, um, caramel notes. Yeah. So, yes. yes. And then sometimes we just say, in my class, we say fruity. Yes. <laughs> and, then, down a so when, and when I get fruity, I, I break, I help to break it down. Yeah. So there's a thing called an aroma wheel yeah. that yeah, helps that. you because yeah. it categorizes the smell. So when you say fruity, yeah. you know, is it Blackberry. citrus fruit? Yeah. Yeah. Is it stone fruit? Is it berries? Yeah. And, and that helps you to build up your repertoire. Yeah. On the weekend, I add my, this one is a um, McManus. It's a family vineyard from California. Mm-hmm. Samyang, and I think I love this one. It's uh, me- it's medium bodied, but it's very yes. fruity, like currant flavors. And when I have yes. this, I'm like, wow, this is perfect for, for like Christmas. But you know, it's it's all about yes. all those Christmas flavors, <laughs> the currants, the raisins. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So yes, and that's um, one. that's a ripe, that's a ripe Cabernet Sauvignon, a bold one. Yeah, this one. Um, yeah, yeah. Yes, because yeah, um, those flavors would indicate that it, you know, smoke. the fruits yeah. were ripe, and, and it was it comes from a warmer climate. Yeah. Um, when you hear a description like that, yeah. So you know, there are things that studying will help you to be able to identify, mm-hmm. um, and and to put into context. You know, there yeah. are some words that you'll see tannins acidity body you mentioned i mean we will have to have another session so yeah, we yeah. can talk about those things yeah. <laughs> will because determine we, that the yeah. sugar content as well you know all these stuff and the, correct yeah, yeah. so we can go through the part two for season two. Part two for season two yeah <laughs> indeed yeah. no problem yeah. and then the next no thing is that people think that the, the more expensive the wine the better it is true or false so the the verdict is a little bit out on that. Yeah. Um, what I have found is that some varietals um, do better at the middle of the road price point to higher. Yeah. Uh, so it's that's not to say that you can't have a nice bottle of wine that is inexpensive. I mean, if if I saw a bottle of wine for two ninety nine, I promise you, I'm not interested in buying no, it. No, 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 no. Okay. Um. So and that's what you would call cheap. Yeah. So it, in my head, I'm going to get what I pay for. So mm. but but it doesn't mean that it couldn't be an enjoyable glass of wine. What I what I what I at two ninety nine or, you know, three ninety nine, mm-hmm. I would take a chance on a white wine. Uh, yeah. But uh, be- because of the tannins in reds yeah. and how um, young and and stainy and sort of green they can be, mm-hmm. I find that inexpensive reds are much more risky than inexpensive yeah. whites. A, a white wine, once it's well cold, can hide a multitude of sins and is usually, you know, agreeable and drinkable. Yeah. Um, so does price matter? Uh, I'm, I'm going to say not all the time. time. Yeah. I get you. Yeah. Yes. What's your best wine spot in Jamaica? <laughs> uh, there's a delightful place <laughs> called Uncorked, which yeah. now has two locations I've in Kingston and one yeah. in Montego Bay. Yeah. And um, I thoroughly enjoy going there uh, because they have a wide selection of wines and they have, uh, you know, maybe 15 glass wines that are sold by the glass. Oh. So, uh, and their their emphasis is not on just trying to sell the cheapest wine by the glass. But the so you know, if I if correct, I can I can have I can buy 
you know, a glass of wine for the equivalent of ten, fifteen dollars. Yeah. Um. And 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 I and for me, which for me is very important because, as I said earlier, I'd rather have one good glass of wine than four glasses yeah, of that's true. Yeah, you know, ordinary wine. Yeah. Correct. Wine is an experience. Yeah, it is. Best wine experience yeah. you had. Since we're talking about experience, you had. <gasps> wow. I've oh, had... I've had so many. I have been I so blessed. I um, travel. Oh one that's, that that's what I love about I, your I, job. I mean, <laughs> pardon. I I mean, yeah. I really have. I, I I have been to Chile, um, mm. Australia, New Zealand, France, Italy, Spain. Yeah. I, you know, Canada, USA. Yeah. So I've, I, I mean, I've had some incredible experiences. One does stand out for me though, mm-hmm. um, and and uh, two actually, yeah, two because for my forty fifth birthday, I was in a winery in the Ribeiro del Duero, uh, oh. and you know, in Spain, and that was fantastic. Yeah. And you know, I the I was with the winemaker, and as you know, God has blessed me. That happened to me last year. I was in Tuscany. And I was in uh, this beautiful, very small winery called Uccelliera uh, in Italy, in uh, Multipulciano. Mm-hmm. And um, the winemaker presented me with a bottle that he signed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, I mean, the simplicity of yeah. the wine experience when you visit a winery makes it so approachable and you wonder why don't we just do this every day at home yeah. because in the, the experience last year all she did was uh we opened some bottles of wine because we were there you know on a tour tasting um and she just put some bread in the um you know their kind of bread she put it in the toaster oven and made mm-hmm. it really crisp sprinkled some salt on it and poured olive oil and we were drinking wine with it, yeah. and 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 I mean, you, as simple as that is, yeah. it was amazing. Yeah. And so, you know, we don't need to think of wine as this, you know, fa- fa- fancy, fancy thing and, or yeah. this unattainable thing, yeah. because it. I, I guess it is fancy because you you do the glass does matter, by yeah. the way. Yeah. So happens, you yeah. don't want to drink it from any and any container. You really yeah. do want to have it glass, from a glass. Taste and um, and that's a whole other session yeah. I'm talking about the glasses, but the, it does matter. So, but I just want us to understand that it is very approachable and very user-friendly. Yeah. Do you judge people who put ice in their red wine? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I don't. Uh, I don't anymore. I okay. used to, but you know, you've got to meet people where they are. Mm-hmm. And uh, if, if if you know better and you do it, that's one thing. Because you can get a glass of wine that is just not at the right temperature. Yeah. And you can, uh, like, I can adjust my, I, I, you know, know that I just kind of drop it in, swirl it around two times and take it out. Um, yeah. Just to bring the temperature down somewhat. But I would meet that person where they are and and suggest to them why that is not necessarily the best thing to do. However, mm-hmm. there are winemakers that have that understand um, that you know you can't always get wine at its right temperature, so they make wines that are designed to be had with ice. So mm-hmm. you'll see it's it's called it's usually called whatever ice, and it will be on the label that indicates that you can have it with ice okay yeah and that's a wealth of knowledge is there anything you want to (laughs) add to the conversation because trust me we can get so high on this topic that we could go on and on talking oh i could go on and on forever believe me when i tell you i could yeah i could could 
thought. But but I will what I will leave um yeah. your your listeners with is you know, wine is life, wine is fun, wine is approachable. Mm -hmm. There is a wine to suit your palate. So many of us have had very bad experiences with wine because yeah. we've been given a red wine that wasn't served at the correct temperature, which means it's not going to taste the way it should taste. Or you've been given a red wine, the bottle has been opened and they figure it must be served at room temperature. Mm -hmm. So it's been sitting on the shelf for a week, a month, a year, who knows, open. And it's degenerated and it's not good. So what I would just say is, you know, just learn as much as you can about it. Read your labels. Take your time. Experiment and have fun with it. And have fun with it. And I must say congrats to you as well, newlywed. Yes, I am. Thank you. Thank <laughs> yes. you so much. So let me say Mrs. Wine Lady. <laughs> yes. Put yes, indeed. That's it. Put me. some respect on it. Alrighty. <laughs> Thanks so much for the conversation. And... I'm it was sure a pleasure. Listeners have learned something, and I've also, you know, get my refresher. Where can we find you? You can find me at Wine Lady Deborah on um, Facebook, on Instagram, yeah, and, and Twitter. But I don't tweet as much as I should. Yeah, I know. I'm still learning the Twitter thing. It's just like tweeting your thoughts. And me too. Someone will join the conversation, and I have no yes. time for that. And yes, but I'm going to start doing yeah. my podcasting and so oh, on yeah. very soon. So just follow me on Instagram and watch the space. I and I hope that. we'll talk again because yeah. there's so much more. Yeah, I'd love to have you again for season two. Of course, you know, we can upgrade the conversation because my aim sure. for this podcast really is to educate people and create a space. It's like a masterclass. And of Indeed. course, you know, it's free. And I believe in educating people as much as possible. That's the greatest thing sure. you can do for anyone is to educate Sure. Them. And agreed that's what i so drawn to you because that's something that you are passionate about and you're always yes. teaching always informing and yes information can't be too much you know agreed and i can't wait to have our tasting session with you you know live in person and we have a good yeah time. i'll bring the food yep, i'll bring no the food. problem all no right. problem look forward to that all right thanks deborah yeah take care and all the best And there you have it. That's all for this week of What's Cooking with Chef Noel. And I want to say a big thank you again to my guest, Deborah, for joining the conversation and sharing her wealth of knowledge. And I hope you are still high from this conversation. And thank you for listening as well. Remember that you can follow us on Spotify. You can also follow us on Apple Podcasts. And remember to share this podcast to all your friends and your family. You can also follow us on Instagram. You can also follow your Jamaican chef on Instagram at I am Chef Noel. Until next time, see ya.